okay, I'm just gonna press record then, and I guess mm-hmm. this will be it. Sure. It's always weird starting though. Yeah, yeah. So, hi, Stasia. Hi. Hello. Do you want to introduce yourself? I'm, I normally like try and chat a little bit at the beginning, but okay, just cool. Um, my name is Stacia Akbar. I am an executive producer for NV Advertising. Amazing. So, um, do you want to talk a bit about production? Sure, yeah. I'm quite um, excited about this. Sorry to interrupt you. I'm quite excited about this because I don't know much about production yeah. and it's taken me a little while. Post-production. It's post-production. Oh, okay. Because that's... that's yeah, it's true. It's true, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's so, teaching the different it's just, nuances. Yeah, because... Exactly. Just in case people think... It's I'm very important in advertising that there's yeah. so many tiny nuances within things. Yeah, so speak about that. Cool, yeah. So I've been in post for about 12 years now and I'm currently working with Envy, which is one of the largest post facilities, especially in broadcast and long form world. Um, but we've recently opened up an advertising building, which is on Mortimer Street. Um, so this is where I'm based, I deal with the usual offline, online, grade, audio, everything VFX, special effects, all that sort of stuff. Exciting stuff. Yeah. So we are on Mortimer Street today. Yeah. This is how many people would you say in this in this building? Um, in this building, there's about fifty. Yeah. But across. Really? It does yeah. not look that way. The, at all. Yeah, it's about fifty. There's about five floors. Okay, so there's more floors. Yeah. And this is the sixth building, so there's about two hundred and fifty employees in total for Envy. Amazing. What happens in this building then? So in this building, it's just short form and commercials. So anything short. Right, yeah. um, so TV, TV commercials, music promos, brand videos. We do a lot of um, promos for Channel Four, ITV. Um, yeah, various, various little short media stuff. I guess that kind of answers my question of what do you guys produce or post produce <laughs> here. So I've got written down, so I try to think of all the things that um, you might sort of work on. So I've got music videos. Yeah. Um, of course, you guys do advertising as well. So yeah. not what well, some posts do. do. Would you say a lot of posts do adverts as well or just some? Um, it really depends. I mean, for me, I find that the market's changed so much anyway that, yeah. you know, five years ago, all I did was TVCs. Like yeah. literally all I did was TV commercials. Um, the ratio has kind of changed where a lot of things happen online, a lot of things happen via social yes, media. Yeah. So, the dem- I mean, there's always a demand for commercials, but it's it's mixed media at the moment. So it's mixed between commercials, music promos, and online videos, which I think are the most popular. Yeah? Yeah. You called the TV commercial TVC. See, yeah. That's a cool... Sorry. No, <laughs> the terminology. I really like... To sort of expose terminology, because yeah. I used to be so worried about the fact that I didn't know what people were talking about. There's so many okay, things that yeah. people are saying. It's like, what are you saying? Can I ask you now, or should I? Just There's abbreviations yeah, for everything, but yeah, TVCs, TV commercials. Exactly, like VFX. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> when I first was sort of testing the podcast, I had to sit down with my friend, and she does graphic design. Yeah, and I did a bit of a quiz for her, and I was like, "What does VFX stand for?" And she was like, "I don't know." I, was like, I said, "Okay, it's visual effects." She's like. Yeah. Surely that's longer to say. <laughs> I was like, when you think about it, maybe. Yeah. Like, it's really an abbreviation. Yeah. But um, people use it. Yeah. When you're typing it, it's quicker. <laughs> Would you say, do um, does anything on radio need post producing? Yeah. yeah. I mean, here at Envy, we've got sound facilities as well. Yeah. So in this building, we've got three sound studios. 
and they often get used for radio. I mean, sometimes you get a campaign, so a TV campaign which includes online TV and radio, or sometimes people come in just for the radio. Mm. It really depends on the client and the product, but yeah, so we do do radio. So you're doing a lot of things yeah. in the building, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, in your times, how long have you been here for? So I've been at NV since December, so six months, just over six months. What's the most exciting thing you've worked on this year? The thing that made you sort of very excited about coming to work? Okay. I think one project that stands out, um, it's not out yet, but I think I can talk about it. I can talk about it. Um, it's for Wimbledon. Okay. Um, it, was, it, was just what, it was a project that caught me because it was different. It was out of the ordinary. It was based on a flower installation for Wimbledon. Okay. So uh, Roger Federer and another tennis player, I can't remember her name, I always forget, but um, First Avenue Machine, which is yeah. a production company, they came up with yes. an idea with the director to put together a flower installation which will grow and blossom over two, three weeks and they'll film it and film the opening of flowers and, and it basically reveals a picture of Roger, Fe Roger Federer. Oh, that um, But it's, it's really cool. Mm. When you see it, you'll know what I mean. Like it's, it's a it was a really nice project um, and we turned it over in about two months. So it was quite involved and it went from offline through to grade, online and audio. So it worked through the building. Yeah. So it was really cool. It was really cool to work that on. Sounds amazing. That'd be a good one then. I look yeah. forward to um, could you send me the imagery of that when you have when it's all done? Yeah, so once it's out. It on our socials. Yeah, yeah, once it's out, definitely Exciting. share that with you. Um so how did your day in the office go? Day to day? Um yes. Day to day. I mean it varies. It varies on a week by week basis or mm. project by project basis. I can imagine. So sometimes I mean at the moment I'm probably I've probably got two projects or three projects on the go. It can go up to seven or ten. It depends on mm. what's delivering and when. But wow. general day to day, <laughs> seven or ten. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, emails a day are probably in the region of three hundred or something like that. I oh mean, my gosh, get no. I add into that all the time. No, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> no, it's all right. I mean, a lot of it is just stuff. But mm. yeah, anyway. But yeah, no, it's fine. Day to day, like generally. Um, in the mornings, I kind of like to set up my day and just figure out which operators are doing what, or who's covering what, which producer I'm working with, who's helping me out on a project, when does it need to deliver by, just reconfigure all of that at the beginning of the day so that I know there's certain target points we need to hit, and mm. um, then that's happening throughout the day. What was yeah. the day outside the office like? So any times you have to be oh. off-site, what is that like? Do you have any sort of stories or time you have to... Uh, do you know what? I mean, not really, because I'm... <laughs> Not really. I mean, because my, 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 most of my work is here, yeah. yeah. And if I'm not here, then I would generally, I would try to be talking to someone somewhere, whether that's yeah. in a pub or in a coffee shop or whatever. So I'll, I'll try and keep in contact with like directors, mm. producers from agencies or any production, just basically keep my eye on the game, just make sure I know what's going on and where it's going and all that sort of stuff. So if I'm not here in the office, then that's what I'll be doing. Okay. Yeah. So I've spoken to you before, yeah, and I remember you telling me the story of sort of how you got into um, post production and production. Yeah. Wait, have you always done post production? I've always done post. Yeah, since leaving university, I've always done post. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, what is that story sort of for someone who's um, starting up and would like to know? So I remember you said you wanted to. Um, at first, you thought you were going to presenting. I want. I wanted to be a TV presenter. Yeah, basically. Um, so I was at school. 
it was, you know, coming up to, I think it was in sixth form, and I decided, you know, you get your careers advisor, like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, right. Do you not get one of those? Do you not get one of those? Oh, yeah, you said that. You mentioned that before. But no, I am, growing up, I wanted to be a vet. And I think as I got older, I just realised that that's not actually what I wanted to do. I like yeah. I like the look of animals and dogs and cats from afar, yeah, but doing anything, yeah. you know, surgery-wise, like it's just dream. yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> it kind of when when the realisation hits you that you'll have to Touch do it. something. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I did. I've always wanted to be involved in media or in the creative industry, but I did want to be a TV presenter. That was my sort of goal. That was my aim. That's that's all I wanted to do. Um, mm. Uh, so uh, when I was younger, my parents, you know, that every at the time, everyone was always talking about uni. Mm. Go to uni, get a degree, yes. have that as your fallback plan or your foundation if if you don't succeed in your chosen mm. path. Um, so I did. I, I listened to mum and dad. I went to I went to university. I studied film and broadcast production at London Metropolitan. Um, and I did that for three years, and it was great. I mean, yeah. the course was interesting, obviously, because I ended up in the in the industry. But it was it, I did learn from it. Um, but then I started at a post production company called Big Boy, mm-hmm. um, straight out of uni. I was twenty one, and I had a vision or I had a game plan of right. I'm gonna go here, start working there for six months, uh, be there for six months, and in six months, film and cut a showreel get someone to put a grade on it, get someone to put titles. I was all very ambitious. I'd given myself six months to do it in. But then um, I found that once I started working, there was just so much to learn. And there was so much to learn about an industry I'd never given a second thought about in terms of advertising. Advertising is not something that I've ever... I had previously spent time thinking about. You see TVs... uh, You see commercials on telly all the time your ad breaks most people I mean growing up for me ad break was like right run run to the kitchen get a drink yeah, get another yeah. snack yeah, come sure. back or you know you get your people you get, don't think about what goes into what it goes definitely. behind no and obviously you get the you get some you know famous ads that will always stand out mm. over years and they'll be your favourite and whatever but I think it took for me to work in a post-production environment to to then be involved and be intrigued by what was going on and all yeah. the and all the people that make a commercial and all the There's involvement really because behind, behind it all. Yeah, you, exactly. you don't really, I didn't really, I've never really thought about, you know, the copywriter, the scriptwriter, oh, the director, the producer, yeah. the, you know, even on set, the production that goes into it. Mm. Um, so I found it really interesting. And after a few months, I took to it quite well. And so I was at Big Boy for 11 years and I progressed, I went on to be a producer. I stayed there, yeah, like I said, for 11 years. I left there as a senior producer and went on to another post facility. So since leaving Big Boy, I've, I've worked at, one, two, this is my, yeah, fourth post facility mm. career-wise. But um, yeah, I think the change really started to happen when I left my, my first job, I yeah. guess you can call it that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I learned yeah. a lot, and now yeah. we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a journey. It's been cool. It's been nice. It's been so you've been on quite a few sets in your time. Not, uh, not so much, you know, no. because I'm post. The thing is, I get the call after it's all been done, mm. pretty much. It's I, true. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I like to be involved from once the director's been yeah. assigned to the project. That's a good time for post for a post producer to get involved because you can kind of hash out any 
you know, questions that the director might have about how they shoot something, I'll get yeah. a flame up on board, or it's yeah. always good to sort of get in from the beginning, but yeah. generally, no, I don't really go on set. I would like to, though, but <laughs> um, I don't, they don't usually have, yeah, the funds, or, or I don't usually have the time to go to all the shoots, so. Okay, that's interesting, and I guess I have the question of, because I sort of kind of witnessed um, mm. some sets and even for me to witness um, the production side of things is um, rare because I'm sort of trying to aim for more advertising things so I'm just trying to see more in agency yeah. so post is not one but two steps afterwards in a way so yeah. sometimes depending on how the project comes to you guys yes exactly um, so if you so um, I guess my question is what kind of people are involved typically or how many people are involved typically in a project Okay, so know, what okay, like my the, job roles, the job kind roles. of people that you need to in in, in, yeah, in exactly in, in here. Okay, cool. Yeah, so here, for instance, if a project's briefed in, it would usually come from well, either two sources, either agency, yeah. um, or production company, or mm. third third instance would be direct from client, mm. which would be direct from the brand. Um, so when once that agency or let's say agency, for example, um, once they've got in contact, the brief of the project will sort of highlight what resources you need so mm. they will say we need to grade it so I know colorist which is Danny Wood our mm. in-house colorist is Danny um, they might need to go into sound so I've got to think of a sound designer and we've got three so uh, again with flame up so it it's really typical it depends on what the project is and how much of how much involvement you need from other people but mm. you generally get an insight into that from the get-go mm. I mean from time to time you might start a project and someone's like damn we might need some after effects and then I'll get in a uh, motion graphics designer, but yeah, generally we'll know up front. But like I said, we do online grade, offline, mm. After Effects, 3D and audio. So they're the sort of people that I'd be working with on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, roundabouts. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Um, just looking at my other questions here. Do you have um, any sort of stories, um, inspirational stories in the creative field? Um, that you've looked up to, or that you look that you read about, or might have seen. Uh-huh. Oh, good question. Um, I do, and there would be plenty. I'm trying to think. Now. I mean, there's. Do you know what? In in the 11, 12, 12 years that I've been working, I've met so many people. I think it's it's whenever I meet someone. Of it's gonna. Oh, I don't know what it is. Someone of a similar background. I think, mm. or when you find someone that reminds you of yourself mm. um, and you see them in a senior position or you see them those I mean yeah. there's a particular EP Melody Sylvester for instance oh yeah she's you, awesome yeah she's great do you know what I love about Melody yeah. she's always got the best like I'm always staring at her because yeah. of her, her outfit choices her she's outfit, got the best yeah. loafers trainers colourful yeah. bomber jackets yeah, like, yeah. I want to be like sunglasses Melody glasses, sunglasses yeah, yeah, yeah. she's I've, brilliant like, lipstick colours I'm just like I want to be exactly like yeah. her but no. her outfits <laughs> <laughs> but no Melody's great like even like I said I've known Mel for maybe I don't know five six years or so or even longer and it, she was someone that I, I was always interested in I always wanted to know what she did she was, she's at RSA mm. she's an executive producer as well so I've always looked up to her in that respect and then I relate, I relate to her mm. as well um, and I think what the best part is is when you go through this journey so this journey that I've been on the last 10 years or 11 years or whatever it is and then you become not I can't say in line with my peers but 
I feel like I'm working towards I'm closer to melody now than I was before yeah, if that makes absolutely. sense in terms yeah. of in, in work in related mm. to in work relations um, that I think once you look up to someone or you have someone that does well and inspires you and you like their craft you like their work like their work work ethic it helps sort of guide you in where your career is going if that mm. makes sense for me I always find that if there's somebody that I relate to and I like and, you know, they're here and it's like, wow, like, you know, how did they get there? I want to do that. Or how long have they been working here? And you just, it, it basically intrigues me more. I want to find out more. Yeah, and absolutely. that, I find, is motivation to mm. myself. Yeah, definitely. So do you think um, representation or being able to see yourself in the industry is um, important? I think so. I think so. Yeah, definitely. Like I or said, mentorship. I, do you think that's like an important? I think element? mentorship. Yeah, mentorship. Definitely. Yeah. I think. I don't. I mean, I, uh, maybe there is it. Maybe it is around, but I don't know of, of any mentors. I've never mentored anyone personally, but I think that is mentored. something. Yeah, I've never. Not no. really. No, not really. I mean, I've had people that I would speak to throughout my mm. you know career whenever I've when it's come to job changes or role changes and mm. you know you've got certain people that you speak to like what's your advice on this that and the other but I think in terms of when I first started when I first joined this industry I think what I felt like there wasn't a lot of relatable people and when I mean relatable I mean young I mean from London it doesn't mm. matter I'm not necessarily talking about race but from London or it's from true. similar backgrounds mm. I found that initially the first maybe five years I met a lot of people but everybody that I met were most of them were different they mm. were you know moved from outside London, outside of London which is a big which is a very big thing so everyone's moved out of um, out of wherever they live mm. countryside or up north and they've come down they've moved to London they've moved to the city um, and I do find that that also had a um, had a it makes you realise that there wasn't that much. I wasn't open to anything. I had no, mm. I had no, I had no knowledge of the industry because it was never really open to me. But then, mm. once you find like me and you've connected via Pitch yes. Magazine, um, and there's other people that I've spoken to. That once you find someone that's relatable, I think people are more open and mm. more, and they, they would consider the industry more. I know a lot of people don't know what happens in advertising the world of advertising or the role of a producer mm. or the role of a director exactly, and stuff people yeah. don't really know but I think they may not know because they don't have a direct sort of stream to find out that kind of information mm. it's true because even as I was saying to you sometimes you can be in the industry or when you're starting like me you can be in the industry and still have so much to learn yeah and I think that's the thing so um, you never stop learning I never stop yeah, learning I learn, I learn something new pretty much every day yeah yeah um so I guess so I guess that means you don't really know of any mentor. Do you think there's enough of a network in post-production or enough mentoring? I mean, again, I'm a, I don't know. I'm only speaking for myself, but I really, yeah. I don't think, not that I know of. I mean, it'd be great if there was, mm. but um, we've got, I mean, we've had young, some of our runners are really young. You yeah. know, they, they come in from the yeah, age of I was going to ask you about 18, that, about how young people sort of get into get this in. sort of wrap it up, I guess. Yeah, I mean, some of them, as young as 18 some of them are straight out of university I mean I know with Envy we do a lot with universities so before the end of the year so in the last two months um, one of our client services guys Tom Morgan he'll go around to different universities and basically explain what Envy is explain mm. all the different roles all the different creative roles and, awesome. yeah. um, and it gives people an opportunity to understand where they might fit into mm. this career where their career path might lead to so um 
it'd be great if there was more of that. Mm. I just, I just, um, yeah, I'd be aware awesome. of it. But, yeah. If somebody hasn't gone to um, uni and yeah. they don't, they're not in the right place to sort of meet um, this person that goes mm. around to unis, um, how do they, how find, they yeah, yeah. How, can they go onto MV website? And, I mean, like, they can, yeah, yeah. They can go onto an MV website. Sounds awesome. Um, they can drop an email in. Yeah. They can, yeah. yeah, they could do that. I guess that's advice for anybody that hears this and is wondering about post-production. Yeah. I'm sure they have even more questions than, um, than I. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all my questions. I won't bombard you with much more, so I guess now we just have to look forward to um, Pitch One and Superwoman. Yeah, again, can't wait for that. Um, <laughs> creative women in the industry. Yeah. And you're going to be an alumni this yes. year. Yeah, Exactly. So yeah. Is, there, is there any other sort of... Um, Anything else you want to close off with that you're very proud of? Um... I'm just proud of the way the industry's going. I think like I think it's definitely getting better, and I feel for me to still to still have the love for it and the joy, and still feel motivated to come to work every day and be a part of some of the projects that we put out is great. Mm. So I think I'll always be in it as long as I love it, yeah. and I'm definitely loving it. So yeah, it's just keep up, keep keep the unity going keep up the good work and everyone works together and stuff yeah hopefully the industry is going in the right direction yeah. um thank you so much for speaking to me do you have oh, a sign no off then or anything you want to say before i no uh, any questions give me a shout if anyone wants to get in touch um about possible work at mb or work experience um if i can help out i will so yeah give me a shout awesome thanks for speaking to me